0: Coming up in this episode. For many of our veterans, their greatest accomplishment was serving their country. But when their flag is folded and handed to their loved ones, they often get shortchanged. Many of them have laid down their lives for this nation, and then they come home to this. Pre-recorded taps played on a boombox or a digital bugle.
1: There really is no need to have your veterans' dignity stolen by a fake TAPS.
0: But as hard as it is to believe, people who serve this country, and in some cases lost their lives in battle, are laid to rest with less than they deserve. But there's a group called Bugles Across America that's taking matters into its own hands.
1: We're there. We're doing the job. We're we're at many of the veteran cemeteries.
0: A story about sacrifice, tragedy, honor, and tradition. Coming up on this edition of Target USA. The National Security Podcast. From WTOP in Washington, D.C., this is Target USA. This is Target USA. The National Security Podcast. Sometimes it's important to step away from our normal routines and take a look at some of the other important national security-related issues that don't necessarily pose a threat to the U.S. One of those issues is how our veterans are treated when their lives come to an end. More than a decade ago, a source at the Pentagon pointed out to me that there were so many deceased veterans coming home during the Iraq and Afghanistan wars in the early to mid-2000s that there were simply not enough military buglers to play taps at their funerals. So some families had to settle for taps on a boombox or a digital bugle. For Tom Day, that simply was not acceptable. I caught up with him at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial in Washington in 2009, and he told me his story. The rain just stopped here a little while ago at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial. You can hear it running down the sloped walkway. The clouds just seem to have opened up with brilliant and warm sunshine after days of almost constant rain. People are now, they're starting to pour in here. Just just up ahead of us are three people standing in front of the nurses' statue at the southeast end of the memorial. And they're dressed, they're dressed in blue military style uniforms, two men, are raising bugles and there's a woman also in uniform who's raising a salute and they're about to play that's tom day and his partners larry and susan wiseman members of bugles across america Day started the organization in 2000. For many of our veterans, their greatest accomplishment was serving their country. But when their flag is folded and handed to their loved ones, they often get shortchanged. Many of them have laid down their lives for this nation, and then they come home to this.
1: Pre-recorded taps played on a boombox or a digital bugle. There really is no need to have your veterans' dignity stolen by a fake TAPS. We're there, we're doing the job, we're, we're at many of the veteran cemeteries. Tom Day, whom you now hear playing, says they deserve better. It should be live. Well, the cause and effect of playing TAPS and, and the 24 notes live is the expression on a family's face, a young child, a wife, a, a brother or sister or relative of that veteran.
0: And Day has his own, very personal reason for taking on this mission.
1: My friend is on uh, panel 42 West, Line 19, and his name is Dale Allen Luster. And uh, my dad got him a scholarship to Northwestern University. He was in the NROTC. He became a Marine pilot, fighter pilot. And on September 26, 1968, he was helping the Army get out of a valley in, in Vietnam and he did his passes and protected them but he wanted to go back one more time and in so doing uh, caught a SAM missile and was blown out of the sky so I sort of dedicated a good portion of my life to his memory and uh, whenever I come to Washington I play at his uh, panel on the wall and I wear his bracelet with the date that he died and, and just is just something I've done, because we grew up in Boy Scouts, ROTC, Civil Air Patrol, and he could have been president. In the early to mid-2000s, as streams of military
0: personnel killed in Iraq and Afghanistan came home, there weren't enough buglers, so the fake method became common. Common, but not accepted. To make it right, Day started Bugles Across America with one bugler. Now, there are more than 6,000. And on the day we met up at the Vietnam Memorial, one of the featured buglers was Day's partner, Larry Wiseman, who played some more moving pieces for the people who gathered around. But I had two uncles in World War II, and uh, then her cousin who was killed in Vietnam. And I just got a terrific burden. We're, We're parents of a wounded soldier in Iraq, in 2007 and so we've just always had a burden for our uh, soldiers, policemen and firemen. And his wife Susan, who's the third member of their ensemble, has her reasons as well.
3: When I was 16, I had a cousin who was serving in Vietnam and his wife was nine months pregnant. He was due to come home. The Army was going to allow him to come home early because the baby was going to need a transfusion. So we got a phone call. I heard my grandmother crying and when she got off the phone, course, I found out that my cousin had been killed. And my cousin, his name's Guy Lamar Mears, Jr. He was a dust-off medevac helicopter crew chief. And these are the helicopters that flew into battle zones, unarmed, totally unarmed, to rescue our wounded. First captain? Uh, uh, yeah, he was first cavalry. And they rescue our wounded and pick up the remains of our soldiers. And he was on a mission, and his helicopter was shot down. And my cousin Guy was the only one that was uninjured. He was thrown out of the helicopter. And he went back in to get the medic, had a broken back. He got him out to safety. Medic later died. But the pilot and co-pilot were trapped in a burning wreckage and my cousin went back in and they never came out. He perished. So then we got the phone call that he had been killed. And that was the hardest thing in my life. I was 16 and he was coming home.
0: And because of that, Susan was inspired to write music to honor veterans.
3: And I never realized how much of an effect that had on me until 38 years later when I stood at this wall and sang the song he inspired live for the 25th anniversary.
0: Sadly, 14 years after they started out, there are still cases where military service members are laid to rest with a boombox playing taps in the background. Bugles Across America simply reminds people that from California to the New York Islands, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, they are there to make sure that every deserving military service member who gave the last full measure of devotion is honored appropriately. That story was recorded and produced in 2009, Memorial Day weekend. On the phone with us now is Tom Day. He's the head of Bugles Across America. And uh, some years ago, Tom... We met up at the Vietnam Veterans Memorial and you were performing what was just a marvelous tribute there at the wall that many were inspired by. And you have expanded since then and you've done amazing work since then. I want to get an update on your progress. It was 2009 when we met up.
2: Well, right now, uh, we're 17 years old. We started the, uh, to put this thing together, when we heard that the the law was going to become effective in two thousand, and um, that's our day of initiation, I, I guess you would call it, and we started with one uh, bugler, uh, which was myself, and now we have five thousand um, from the age of ten to ninety-four.
0: That's remarkable.
2: And fifteen hundred are uh, female horn players that uh, want to contribute. So um, we're doing uh, twenty-three hundred funerals uh, a month.
0: That's remarkable. How many have you done in total?
2: Uh, a little over, uh, or close to two hundred thousand.
0: And where do you do where where do you do these uh, funerals now?
2: Well. Uh, we do them all across the, the United States because our website, buglesacrossamerica.org, accepts uh, people calling in or coming to the website, and then they click on um, the front page that says Request a Bugler. And they fill out the form correctly, and once they hit Send, they get an email back as to how many horn players it went out to in their neighborhood within 100 miles of the funeral that they need a horn player. And then the buglers have a chance to look at that request, and then if they're available, they would answer, and then the requester also gets an email as to who accepted the funeral and the mission. And then the bugler shows up uh, 45 minutes early and uh, works it out with the flag folders and anyone else that's uh, within the funeral program. And uh, they play the horn at the uh, appointed time and then go home and happy that they were able to help a, a family of the fallen.
0: Now, what are the requirements for playing uh, a horn as you call it, or is there a specific type of horn, and is there a specific way to play
2: well the 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 horns that we like to you know bring into the program and the players uh coronet uh trumpet of course um, and and you know most uh desirable is a regular bugle uh a bugle. Today is one either in the key of G or B flat, uh, made by Getson or Canstel, and uh, those are available. And they can come on our website and take a look at them and and do a lot of studying uh, for those that would would like to be a part of us uh, now and. Uh, get into actually uh, going out and playing live those 24 notes.
0: You said the volunteer gets there 45 minutes ahead of time and uh, prepares. At what point is the mission completed?
2: Uh, It's actually completed at the end of 24 notes, and uh, they lower their horn and, uh, if in uniform, raise their hand, uh, in a hand salute, and then they kind of disappear and um, get in their car and go home and wait for the next mission.
0: So they don't interact with the, the families or anybody at all?
2: No, it. Uh, well, we interact with the military uh, or a Legion post or whoever shows up to do the flag folding. And on different occasions, uh, we've helped. Do the flag folding, and it all depends on how the family made that arrangement. What we tell the family uh, through our website is that um, if you're going to do a burial and you're using a funeral home, you demand a military funeral from the funeral director. And most of them know that they have five numbers to call at the Pentagon, one for each branch of the service. And then if you're, you're coming in and you want a military funeral, you try and search out those key uh, paperwork, DD-214, or a copy of the discharge, and you show that to the funeral home. And then they contact the Pentagon. They have special numbers. Each funeral home has all five numbers. They put in the request. Then the family says, Well, we want a live bugler. And then they can come, either the funeral home can put in a request, or the military sometimes puts in a request, like in the Chicago area, the Army and. Uh, Uh, various branches here, put in a request, and then our buglers respond to that and show up at the funeral. But it's mostly the family, and I tell them, look, demand that military funeral. And in 99.9 cases, they get it. So uh, that's the that's the process. I, I just, you know, and I, families call me all the time and, and say, you know, I might get uh, 10, 15 calls a week. And I guide them through the process and um, work it out with them. And that's all across the country. Uh, they just ask me, how is it done? And um, I, I don't let them let the funeral home you know through the process and say they can't do it Mm -hmm.
0: well let me just ask you a couple more questions and i'll let you go because i know you're busy and you've got many other things to be doing i'm so appreciative that you've taken the time to talk to us today but um i haven't seen you in about a decade how old are you now if i might ask
2: With all the stuff I'm doing, I think I'm a little bit older. (laughs) I just, uh, I'm 77 years old, and uh, I've done just a little over 5,500 funerals. Started when I was 10 in 1950 because that's what what we had to do. We were in drum and bugle corps or Mm -hmm. uh, some type of uh, an activity because there was, uh, you know, very little television and uh, things to do. So the American Legion and VFW, they had, you know, programs that they wanted to to get the kids involved in, and that's how I uh, got involved with playing the horn was through the Legion and uh, marching and drum and bugle corps. And then I, of course, you know, followed up with ROTC in high school. And then in my senior year, joined the Marine Corps um, on the Marine Corps birthday.
0: Well, you know, forgive me for my forwardness here in asking your age, because you seem to defy age, but I'm so happy you're still
2: the more i
0: do the younger i feel <laughs> well that's good that's good and speaking of young um how are your friends uh, larry and susan wiseman because they were two at the vietnam veterans memorial when i saw you there 10 years ago uh, or uh, just about well in 2009 it, it, it was
2: right how are they well, I haven't heard from them. I know uh, they retired and bought a uh, a cottage on a lake down in Tennessee, and uh, uh, he had uh, a- enough uh, th- of doing the playing of the horn and retired from uh, the aircraft company that he was working for. And uh, it just I guess they're taking it easy and having fun.
0: Well, it's so good to hear from you and to talk to you and to to present your story to our listeners, because it is indeed a very important story. And as you say, there is no need for any family to have a recorded taps or uh, anything less than a live bugler to play taps at a military funeral. And we're so thankful that you were there to make sure that that is the case.
2: Well. One of the interesting parts, and we should have this in there, is that in the law, they said you must, the the military must seek out a live horn player before they use a recording. So we we hope they're uh, uh, upholding that particular uh, part of the law, and it it seems like they are now because... uh, the reserves, uh, the Army Reserves are are calling us now, and we're just incredibly happy to help help them.
0: Well, thank you again, uh, Tom, for your time and good luck and keep on playing.
2: Thank you, sir. I appreciate the opportunity to get out to the people.
0: And remember, if you have a loved one or know someone who has a loved one that served this country, that's passed away and is about to be buried, and they need a bugler, make sure to contact Bugles Across America. They're on the internet at buglesacrossamerica.org. Coming up on our next program, whether it's terrorism, anarchists, cyber criminals, or hostile nation states, America has a target on its back. And we're going to investigate the threats facing the U.S., the people behind them, the agencies fighting them, and their impact on Americans. That's coming up on our next episode of Target USA. Thank you for joining us, and please follow us on Twitter at podcast. That's one word, Tango, Uniform, Sierra, Alpha Podcast. We're also on Facebook. Let me know what you think at jgreen at WTOP.com. That's one word, J, the color green, at WTOP.com. That's whiskey, Tango, Oscar, I'm J.J. Green, and this... It's Target USA. The National Security Podcast.
3: Today on Geffen Playhouse Unscripted, we are joined by actor, producer, director, author. What else can you do, Brian Cranston? <laughs> I sweep floors. You do? And I load a dishwasher really, really well. Do you unload it? Not too many (laughs) many We could give you a job in our house. The talent is loading it,
2: not unloading.
3: No, the talent is buying the dishes that fit together and not the dishes that I buy that don't fit in the dishwasher.
2: Well, I could teach you how they can fit. Okay,
3: Brian, thank you. That's Brian Cranston on Geffen Playhouse Unscripted. Be sure to listen on Podcast One or through the Podcast One app and Apple Podcasts.